The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they are wet with joy. Get it wet because it's raining? Can you see that right there? The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, and that's because the media is wet with agendas. Oh, good one, good one. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? And that's simple. I pay for it. That's why. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that thingy. Like, what do we have faith for? Hold on, hold on. And what don't we have faith for? Ooh, interesting. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we want you to be able to engage with us. We don't care about your backgrounds. We care about you moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and three days later he rose again, if you believe that the Father gave Jesus Christ as a gift to us because he loves us, if you believe that Jesus lives in your heart by faith and that you are to be led by the Holy Spirit and directed by the Holy Spirit, if you believe you have the same dad, we're blood relatives, we drink of one Holy Spirit, you are my brother and or my sister in the Lord or my mom or my dad. Or my younger brother or my older brother, younger sister or older sister, whatever, I don't care. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is we're family. And when you get family together, you know how it goes. You, you know, we got Thanksgiving dinner coming up. You know how it goes. Here is the bottom line. If you want to share something, a praise report, a prayer request, you got something that's on your heart, on your mind, absolutely bring it. That's how we say that. Bring it. But we want you to be able to encourage one another, bless one another. It's not a place just to kvetch. That's uh, not really what this show is about. Not that there are other good shows to do that. So don't misunderstand. It's just on this show we do a little less of that. That's all. And that's pretty good for a Jewish guy who's a born-again Christian. 
Kvetching less. That right there, that could be a big miracle right there. Hey, if you want to, you can reach out to us by phone, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you dial, call, do whatever. I don't know what it is, How what people do anymore. Speak to your phone. I don't know. 972-445-0770. Now, hold on. You will be talking to Dynamite D. Listen, you got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Let me tell you what that's like. When you talk to Dynamite D, that's like catching a wave and riding it all the way into the shore. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Also, by the way, you can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. There you go. That's pretty good right there. Bottom line is you can also send us an email. Now, not as many people do that, but you can. David at he must increase.org. Just David. So I know you guys have read about King David. There's no king on that part of it. <laughs> Just David. David at he must increase.org. Just that simple. Plus, also, by the way, we want to send you up to the website. Why do we do that? There's about 10 reasons. Here's one of the big reasons. On the website, under its own tag, is the Ambassadors Program. It's got a video. It's got brochures that you can order. It's got information you can fill out, and you become ambassador for the show. What does that require? Nothing. You breathing? That, that's what it requires. <laughs> that's the qualif- what are the qualifications, Dave? Check your pulse. If you're there, it's good for you to go. Check it out on the website. Plus, also on the website, that is the place to give either directly through the website or the information for giving through check and or whatever. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. That's it? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody on roller skates who smashes into a car. Almost. Okay. I'm getting closer. All right, so you guys are sitting there thinking, this is Monday, Dave. Why are you so up? What's the deal? I don't know. Do you think the Lord is up on Mondays? Do you think what God does is goes, <clears throat> okay, it's Monday, so today I'm just going to chillax. I'm not really going to say much or do much. I'm, you know, I'm not doing nothing. It's a, it's a bluesy day. Well, I doubt it's raining in heaven anyway. Yeah, that's right. And besides, if you really understand uh, rain, two things. One, it's always a, pr- a prelude to the blessings of the Lord. And then two, it's liquid sunshine. Change your perspective, please. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Uh, bottom line, also to keep in mind, I would like you guys to be praying for my friend Rob. I talked to him on the way home. Most of you know Rob. He's been a best friend of mine for years and years and years and years. Probably let's see, 1991. So that's a long time. Uh, he and his wife moved to Idaho, and uh, we always make jokes about that. You know, a lot of potato jokes going on there. <laughs> 91. Can you believe that's the year I was born? That's a long friendship. Oh, that's, a, that's the year you were born? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
I have socks older than you. Anyway, the bottom line is Rob needs direction. Uh, he said him and uh, Cindy have uh, landed into a ministry. It's a different denomination, which, of course, if you guys know me, that means nothing. And uh, so he's just praying on how to approach it and what to do. And so he just needs wisdom. His name is Rob. You don't have to get all the information. Just mention him before the Lord and say, Lord, help that guy. Help that guy. Bless that guy. And then we're going to pray for healing for the audience later. But I do want to remind you on this day, this is a typically the time I, uh, we do this. And that is when you are praying for the audience throughout this week, please remember to play for, pray for confidence. For the audience, that people have confidence. Because with all the stuff that's going on, it's easy to get overwhelmed. But remembering that you're in a partnership with God that nobody, nobody can sever, except for you if you don't spend time with the Lord. Because you're in a relationship with God, in a partnership with God, you have a reason to continually be confident. Okay, and then we'll pray for healing, like I said, later on. In the meantime, we are in First Peter, and I've got to be careful here because I'm, I don't want to I don't want to rehash anything. But then sometimes rehashing is a good thing. <laughs> it kind of depends on where it goes. First Peter, uh, and we talked about this before, and I'll do it again. First Peter, chapter four, verse one. Therefore, since Christ suffered in His body, uh, arm yourselves with the same resolve. Because anyone who has suffered in his body is done with sin. Uh, there is a fact going on that people do not like, and that is sometimes when you suffer, when you go through things, it gives you a an ability to separate yourself from the sins that so easily kind of entangle you. But this is one of the things that Peter says that's really fascinating, and I'm going to blow up a de- definition, which I did in my doctorate, and I'm going to blow it up on purpose— So you can be prepared for this. It says this. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves with the same resolve. So we are, and I've mentioned this before, told to have the armor of God. And you know in Ephesians 6 where the armor of God is, we are also supposed to add resolve as part of our armor. So let me explain something to you that the world has done that they've destroyed. And and, uh, this is just typical taking a word and destroying it and blowing it up and making it mean what it doesn't mean. Very typical of the world. It says arm yourselves with the same resolve. And so what people will say to you on the television and to your faces well einstein said to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results is insanity that's the definition of insanity i've mentioned this before i'll mention it again it is not the definition of insanity it's not the legal definition it's not the applicable definition it's not even close to that definition if that were the case then people that tried to go on a diet are all insane people that tried to quit smoking are all insane in other words that's just stupid Okay. First of all, that saying comes from a gentleman who was running an Al-Anon meeting, and he said doing the same bad behavior and expecting good results, that's insane. That's what he said. Okay. So, so just get rid of that and then re-up yourself with understanding this principle. Resolve, listen to what I'm saying, resolve, I am resolved, I am like flint, I am not going to move. Resolve is part of your armor. Now you just take this, what Peter said, add it to Paul's Ephesians 6, 12, resolve. It's this determination, and yes, I've talked about it before, and yes, I'll talk about it again, because I am resolved to make sure that I and you understand how important resolve is. 
this immovable, I am going forward, or I am standing my ground, or I am not giving in to this, whatever it's for, that we would arm ourselves with that resolve because of Jesus Christ and the resolve that he demonstrated for us. That's what you need. I know sometimes, don't tell me, there's sometimes I look up the Lord and I go, really? I repent later, but while I'm doing it, it's pretty funny. Really? And if you're Jewish, you get to add a little something in there. Really? For crying out loud, you get to add that. But the bottom line is that there should be this determination, this resolve in us that connects us to Jesus Christ and recognize that, look, whatever sin you're struggling with, it does not own you. That through Jesus Christ, you are free. And let me add, let me add to that what sins I'm making reference to. Fear. Panic, worry, those are all part of those sins. You think, well, are you sure worry is a sin? I don't know. Did Jesus say, do not worry? Then if you worry, are you doing the opposite of what Jesus said? And is doing the opposite of what Jesus said sinful? (laughs) Slam dunk, Dave, slam dunk. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. The David Spoon Experience. Let me read this thing from Pastor Ray, and then we'll do the trivia question, and then we'll see what happens because I have no idea. This is from Pastor Ray, uh, who passed away, by the way, on January 4th this year, 2022. He's my good friend, and I can't wait to see him up in heaven. This one's titled Joy, Expectation, and Delight. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. This is Pastor Ray's devotional. I often see people go through a spiritual drought. More than once, I have found myself in this dry, dark place where God seems far away and we feel even farther. It's like being the children of Israel, once again wandering in the wilderness trying to find our way. That's when I cling to the belief that we are being strengthened and matured through it all. How we survive the wilderness experience of our lives depends on our attitude towards God's word. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible, and I get such a kick out of reading it because King David got so excited writing about it of all the things he gets excited about writing about the laws of God. He sang about them. He put statutes of the law to music. He positively exulted in them. In Psalm 119, verse 14, he compared God's testimonies to the riches In verse 15, he declared, I will meditate on your precepts. In verse 24, he says, your testimonies are my delight and my counselors. 
David was on to something. He loved God's word, and he knew that the secret to enjoying life, even in the wilderness, was to turn to God's word with joy, expectation, and delight. As children, we struggle to mature under our parents' authority. When we're spiritually born again into the family of God, we become children again, reparented. Oh, what a great line that is. Reparented by our Heavenly Father as we grow toward maturity and learning to trust Him. Allow His Word to light your way, and the wilderness will not seem so daunting. Let His Word guide your feet, and you will never get lost. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Monday Blues. What Monday Blues? We say Monday Fun Day. There you go. How about that? All right. This is not a difficult trivia question, but it is nonetheless important for you. To be able to answer. It, by the way, if you hear a hum behind me, it's a fan, okay? Because the air is not working. So I don't, you probably can't hear it, but I can. So I'm just letting you know. All right. Who, and this should not be difficult, who committed his spirit into God the Father's hands as he died? Hold on now. In the Gospels. See, see I had to pull that out. So I had to separate that from Acts. You see how I had to do that? In the Gospels. Joanne and Cordelia, pow, pow. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, I had to change that because if I would have said the uh, book of Acts, you guys could have, there could have been two. And so I was pulling it back, pulling it back. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, David, at he must org. It is this time, at this time, during this time, and for this time that we do our DNA DNA is very, very important because you need to know how to function with all the stuff that we're hearing. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go down this road right now, but boy, oh boy, oh boy. If you would just read in the Old Testament in Kings how that the leaders led the people into sin. It's like, ugh! It's just amazing that that's just like... Stop leading people into sin. Anyway, we'll just get to that in a second. But anyway, in the meantime, how should we act? D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Love it. Great job. Uh, bottom line is you got to spend time with the Lord every day. I, I understand. And, I, and again, I'm very... Being Jewish and then being a Christian, you have to fight the legalism. Okay, so you can understand, okay, because there's a little bit of – so I'm very – I'm legalistic about you spending time with the Lord, but I'm not legalistic about when, how much, how to do it. I just – it's like get there, okay? Just get there on a regular basis and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 ever be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve, which then ups the game as Christians for us to say it's not just about us. And it's not that your universe doesn't exist. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It does exist. You are, you do have your universe. You do have your people in your life. You do have things that swirl around you. And for a large part of it, that's not abnormal. But when that is the fullness of the focus and the fullness of the power, you take away from your ability to reduce 
anxieties and fears and so on and so forth because you're so focused on yourself. Plus, you also take away from the ability to you to enjoy the blessings that others receive because you participate with them. So that would be the wisdom in all of that. Once again, we will offer the trivia question. So this is out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Who committed his spirit into God the Father's hands as he died? Looking for that straight-out answer. Nothing weird, nothing bizarre. Uh, 972-445-0770. That's the number to call, 214-210-8483. That is the uh, text. And then David at He Must Increase dot org that would be the email all right so from that passage we just talked about into the next or the rest of the passage and i'll I'll kind of back it up so i can runway it in therefore since christ suffered in his body arm yourselves ooh, more armor with the same resolve because anyone who has suffered in his body is done with sin consequently he does not live out his remaining time on earth for human passions but for the will of God. Here's that honesty check. This is the kind of stuff where if we were walking with Jesus, this is the kind of question you might ask him after it's been a little while. It says here, consequently, he does not live out the remaining time on earth for human passions, but for the will of God. Many of us have wondered, why doesn't God just take us up the moment we say yes to him? It's crossed my mind a, a thousand times. I bet it's crossed your minds from time to time. The challenge is, is simply this. The challenge is that his plan is different than our plan. And most of us, when we ask that, we've just finished calling him Lord, which means he's the master, which means he's in charge. And while he's in charge, then we're like going, yes, but master, could you change your plan to accommodate me? <laughs> See, you see what's you see what's you see what's lacking right there? <laughs> you see what's you see what's missing right there? It's like uh, you're the Lord, but you know I have this idea. Uh, here's the thing that I want to make sure that we kind of connect to. We're supposed to be living the remainder of our time. Now, is that remainder of our time between now and the rapture? Yes, and yes, and no. Is it uh, between now and the personal return of Jesus Christ? Yes, and no. Between now and all of our personal times? Is it for the return of yes and no? In other words, it could be for the rapture. It could be for your personal time. It could be for corporate time. It could be a whole bunch of different things. That's not the point. It's that we are supposed to live the remainder of our time here on earth, not for our pleasures. I know. I know people are like, well, I'm, I'm trying to follow the Lord. Okay, but he gives you an idea. He says this, you've spent enough time in the past carrying on the same desires as the pagans, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. It's not dishonest. Peter's telling you the truth. He's just saying this. Look, sex, booze, adoration of people, all this stuff. You've done enough of that. Now you're a Christian. That's it. You're done. And then he says this in verse 4, because of this, they consider it strange that you don't plunge with them into the same flood of reckless indiscretion. So they heap abuse on you. People now think you're a weirdo because you're not doing what you used to do. You're not being the bad boy you used to be. I mean, that's the truth. And because you're following the Lord and because you're trying to walk it, this is not the time to live your life for the pleasures. I'm not saying you never have pleasure. 
But we're talking about sinful pleasure, not regular pleasure. We're talking about pleasure that's defiant to God, not submitted to God. Listen, God created joy. God created happiness. It's not that he wants you to be miserable. But the devil wants you to operate that in your flesh part, while God wants you to operate that in your spirit part. You know, the born-again spirit part. And so you got to make sure that you're not living out the remainder of your time for the human or the flesh, the probably fleshly, been a better word, but fleshly passions. Again, that doesn't mean that you don't have intimacy. It doesn't mean that you don't enjoy yourself. It doesn't mean that you go out and have feasts. No, it doesn't mean any of that. It means that you don't live for your flesh, the old you, which was defiant to God. Because when you feed the flesh, here's something I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, He is positionally crucified, your flesh, he or she. But when you feed it, you give it strength. So this example is one of my faves. Ready? It's like a junkyard dog. You're thinking, what? When you don't feed a junkyard dog, you know what it does? It growls louder, it snaps more often, and it sounds more fierce. When you feed it, it's almost like you've pacified it and it quiets down a little. But the truth is, if you don't feed it, it's weakening and losing its strength. And that's why it's screaming out so much. Your flesh is just like that. It's positionally crucified, not practically removed. And when you feed it, you calm it down. But when you starve it, it screams. You got to starve it completely. Get that? That's a really good illustration. People should, you should really gravitate. That's a really important one. But here's the bottom line to it. He says this, don't live out the remainder of your time on earth for human passions, but for the will of God, finding, pursuing, seeking, walking in the will of God. And if you don't know what God wants you to do, keep doing what you're doing until he tells you what to do. A very wise pastor said, before you do the, the, you get the next thing from God, Keep doing the last thing he told you. Don't just intervene with stuff. That's what Adam did with, with that's what Abraham did with Sarah. And they said, well, we'll help you out. And they created an Ishmael. That didn't work out so good. <laughs> Got to not do that. That's another really important thing. These are really important lessons. I mean, I want to live half of these. Are you kidding? I'm teaching you and I'm telling you. I'm not here. I just know these are right. You think, well, you can't teach it if you can't deliver it. Baloney. <laughs> you want to watch me? I mean, it's, that's my response to that. The gospel will always be better than the people. Don't forget that. All right. Uh, I do have to answer the trivia, right? I've got to answer the trivia. All right. Now, the reason that I, I said that about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is this. So who committed his spirit into God the Father's hands as he died? Uh, the answer to that is Jesus. And the reason that I separated that from the book of Acts is because who else did that was committing himself as he was dying to, to the Lord? Who else did that? And that would be Stephen, the first martyr in the church, who was like looking up and what well, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And what did he see filled with the Holy Spirit as he was dying? He saw God the Father and Jesus at the right hand. Oh, that we would all be so filled with the Holy Spirit that we would see God the Father and Jesus at the right hand. That's a whole nother lesson. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> bam, bam. All right. Uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is, and this is just too. F- and if you guys get offended at this, I, you know, take a take a week off the show. <laughs> but, uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled, and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached ten minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. (laughs) 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.